Welcome to this edition of Who the Heck Are We? Episode 40 already, 4-0, who would have thought? And anyway, our podcast is now a member of the Globally Ballin Network. So you could catch our episodes now on video on the YouTube page of the Globally Ballin um, account, of course. And so make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button. Other shows on the network, we have the Globally Ballin podcast where you dive into the sporting opportunities around the world with Aaron Aronson, of course. Carrying on, we have five minutes with. It is an analysis-oriented show, and you get to hear it first from athletes. They break down their own tape, like Nico Salva, for example, guested on that show. Carrying on, we have volleyball talk, of course. It's hang time with Denise Dinsai. Um, it's been great, of course, because we have the upcoming Pro League and we can't wait for that. And last but not the least, we have an eternity of basketball where you get to relive the golden era of Philippine hoops with Noel, Charlie, and Sid, of course. Carrying on, my name is Claro Manzano. I'll be leading the way for this episode. And joining me, of course, the gang, Claudia and Jay. And guys, our guest... Yeah. Um, he's the fifteenth so overall play. pick. <laughs> All right. So our guest, is, our guest is the fifteenth overall pick. He has draft. He was drafted by Blackwater in the most recent PBA draft, of course. And he was a classmate of mine. And he's from McAllen, Texas. Let's bring him in. It's Josh Toraba, of course. How's hey, it Josh? going, everyone? Hey, Josh. Thanks for Thank coming you for on. Having me. Thank you for having me, dude. I forgot we were classmates. Like we had, we had class, couple of classes together, bro. Yeah, we did. We had our cool professor Hernan. May he rest in peace. But shout out yeah, to our group. Oh. Yeah, yes, we were a cool. Yes. We were a fun group. <laughs> Wait, what, what subject? What subject was that? Trend? It was religion class, pretty much. <laughs> oh my god, that that was a wild class. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, and then we're just in the back laughing every time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's been a while since we got to work together. I think we got to work together in some of your um, journals, of course, back when you were with the Green Archers. And you're here, here now, because I think the PBA was your ultimate goal. And we're glad you got picked up in the draft, and we're glad to have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, real quick, we have our mailbag. We got a bunch of people to send in some questions for you, Josh. Um, I think it's quite simple, yeah. pretty much. Um, Jay, perhaps you could take it away. Um, Jay with, and Claudia with the first two. No, here's the thing. I, I'll, I'll do this first because this, has, this is something that I really disagree with. But, but, from, <laughs> but Diego Manzano, I'm sure you're familiar with this guy. Diego Manzano, I'm sure you're familiar with this guy. He said that... Uh, your game is comparable to that of Scotty Pippins. What do you have to say about that? Then yeah, what can you say? Scotty Pippin. Scotty Pippin? What do you say about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you said that. Um, <laughs> I think, I, think I, I, can, I can understand why uh, somebody would say that. Uh, I think as a role player, right? But also a sidekick to a, to a main guy. Maybe I don't, you know, I'm not athletic like him. Right, but I think the impact that I can give towards a team can—I think that's what he was trying to, I guess, compare. You know, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Maybe I maybe I do play like him, but I never, right? I never really uh, put Scotty into my uh, comparisons of, of athletes. But 
I, I think I take that as a huge compliment. Huge compliment. Mm. I told but, you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> no, sure but here's you. the thing. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you play, even way back in the UAPS, of course, you've had the most expo- exposure back in MPBL in, for the Marathi Super Clutch. Your game's more compatible for George. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did, actually, yeah. I've been watching a lot of mi- like, uh, like re- mixes of his, like highlights of his, of his game. Mm-hmm. And um, I can so, definitely so say, say, say I can see that. <laughs> uh, not, not necessarily, not, you know, not, not intentionally. Like recently, I just looked at his game. I was like, man, I think, uh, I mean, because I play both ways, right? Offense and defense. And I really take pride on right. defense. And Paul George is just like, he's elite, an elite defender and elite scorer. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, in MPBL, I was able to show um, that side of my game because, you know, in I've been back and forth in the Philippines and I've only showed glimpses in La Salle or AYAC or whatever teams I was in. But I think MPBO kind of showed, mm. kind of like, you know, blossomed out what I, who, what I could really bring to a team, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, so Josh, you should wear number 33 or 13 on, 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 your, yeah. on your jersey for Blackwater. Hey, actually, I was wearing uh, 33 in uh, uh, the La Salle alumni games. Like we have alumni league. Uh, yeah. right. This happened like before the COVID last year, and I was I was wearing thirty three, so you never know. There you go. Okay, so now Josh for our next uh, mailbag. It's from Noel De Leon. You could, uh, could a very short answer. Um, what made you want to co- transfer back to Texas after playing for one year in La Salle? Uh, simply just to graduate and finish up my school. Nice. Simply, uh, yeah. Simple as that. Awesome. All right. I think. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Two more to wrap up the mailbag. So we have Sean Archer. Um, your best moment while playing for DLSU. I might know the answer, but I want to hear from you, of course. That makes it legit, man. <laughs> uh, it has to be against Ateneo. Uh, I was able to hit a game winner. Shout out to Jaron and uh, Jason Perkins to give me to pass me the ball in the corner. Nice. So. Uh, that was probably the, the, best, the best moment in my UAP career. Okay, okay. let's to wrap up the mailbag. Then we'll carry on, of course, with our conversation. Mike Sia, your favorite moment maybe in the dorm or off the court with guys like Jason Perkins and other Phil Amps? Uh, my favorite moment is probably just, you know, our, our typical days just like, you know, joking around. Jason Perkins is always the guy that's, you know, being funny. And also Ben Mbala. Ben Mbala was hilarious. We would always pick on him, right? <laughs> Even though he's like a big guy, right? We were like, man, he's not going to beat us up. But because you know, we're all friends and he's a loving guy. And I, I love Ben, man. I miss him. Nice. <laughs> okay. Let me carry on. Jason was on the show like a few months back after the PBA bubble. So mm-hmm. we need Ben. Alang. Ben is the remaining guy on our list. <laughs> yeah, get Ben. We, you need Ben. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We hope you could help us out. <laughs> It's a 3x3 anyway. team. It's a 3x3 team. Puede, puede. That's oh, a yeah, that's right. Oh. That's right. Puede, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Josh, again, I mentioned earlier now, you're back, back. Because you came back for MPBL, but we knew, of course, that you're using that as a platform to go PBA. Did your fan, fan club come back, the Toral base? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh 
Honestly, they did, man. I mean, they supported me throughout everything. You know, when I was a teacher, when I was, you know, I was a teacher assistant, a paraprofessional in the States. You know, they were, you know, messaging me, oh, be the best, be the best, you know, for, for the kids. I was like, all right, cool. Like, doesn't even need to be in basketball. They were just, you know, truly supporting me. So, you know, I, I, I really appreciate them uh, from the bottom of my heart, for sure. That's great. They carried you all the way. Yeah. Even for when sure. you went back home. <laughs> yeah. So maybe... They, they followed you to MPBL and then they'll follow you to PBA with Blackwater. Who knows? But yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll be the You're guys. You're gonna hear those screams. The ones on the baseline, deba. Right? Yeah, so. not the banner. Yeah, so oh. we'll see that. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting spot, though, because Joshua Toralba is there. She, he has he has those Toralbas with him. Then you have Andre Paras, who's gonna be your teammate in Blackwater. He also has the girls. He also have the girls <laughs> on him, deba. Could imagine that Blackwater team. <laughs> be and we also we also have a uh, Simrad, uh, David, one of the twins. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. That David. Yeah. So, uh, I know he was pretty uh, pretty popular, I believe, in in college or even in PBA too. So. Yeah, hopefully, Sampeda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, everything turns out well for us. It's gonna be a so, fun stuff, Claro. <laughs> Puno yung baseline for sure, no? Shaka yung mga banners when the fans come back. That's right. Oh, I got thing on live because it might, we might not get any points in the podcast, but I think you're gonna get a lot of fans. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh has his group already, if you ask me, guys. But Claudia got some questions on Josh's game, I think. Yeah. Um. You know, Josh. Uh. You know, when when I was uh, when you were playing for La Salle, I was actually in Australia. I lived there. So, mm. could you please describe how, what position you actually played? Because the boys earlier during the, you know, uh, off cam, they're saying you played one, you played two now. So, what position do you actually play, and what position do you want to play in the PBA? Um, so, I mean, my whole life I was a point guard, right? Mm -hmm. um, in high school, middle school, right? But when I went to the Philippines, when I, uh, when I was with the, with the RP team, with the national team, I was a guard, right? They had, so I was with like Kiefer and Jerome, that was like my batch. And yep. I was, you know, because uh, I'm a bigger guy, so I played the guard, and even in LaSalle, I can bring up the ball, but. Um, my role when Coach Juno under his system was pretty much your three and D guy, right? And I and I think I, I embraced that role as much as I could, despite you know, you know, I was young and I really wanted the ball, right? I think we, you know, every every athlete my age uh, experiences that. But you know, when we have you know Jason Perkins, you know, at the four or at the yeah at the four, we had uh, me at the two or three and me and Jordan would switch with two or three and then Thomas Torres at the point and we had Larry Mu Young or Prince Sudivero at yeah. the at the big band, right? So it's not, it was a matter of, you know, swallowing my pride and really understanding um, what I need to do for the team. And, you know, I talked to Coach Alan Kai Dig about it. He he helped me out so much. Cause uh, I don't know if people know this, but I broke my hand during the season, before the season started. Oh, wow. So the whole season, like I was supposed to be, sit out for six weeks, but I sat out for two weeks, played the first game. I had a cast throughout the whole year, whole season. So, you know, Coach Allen, Kai Dig, you know, he helped me out with my shot. So I had to kind of push it. If you see my shot now, it's more like on a flow. 
but yeah. back in La Salle, I kind of I had to like push it. Right. So, mm. so I mean, that was my role. I think I was a three, really three and D guy for La Salle. So you actually had Alan. Shout out to Alan Kendrick, who's also my friend. Mm. You had him as a shooting coach. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, how he is one he is the best shooter in the PBA for me. Well, during my generation. How does it feel for, that you yeah. actually was, you know, you were mentored? Or could I say mentor? Is that the right word? Or yeah. mentored by Alan. Yeah. Yeah. For, I mean, you know, it's different when you learn from a coach. It's different when you learn from a person that's actually, you know, been through it and actually, you know, his name's a staple in the game. Like you can't, you can't. If you say if you think about the three points uh, in the Philippines, your his name has to be in the in the mix, and you know just learning uh, simple tactics. It wasn't you know crazy drills, just keeping it simple, and it was mostly mental too. It was very mental um, right. on the stuff that he helped me out, and uh, I was going through a lot too. Even he wasn't even a just a mentor on the court, but a mentor off the court because he would always be at the dorm and we'd always chat. We would always talk and you know talk about life, and he would always talk to my dad. My dad would always call and just making sure he would he was taking he, he took care of me, and he always told my dad like you know he 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 would uh, he'll take care of your your son, right? So wow. I really appreciate uh, Coach mm -hmm. Allen so much. Yeah, you saw an improvement in your shooting, huh? After that, yeah, you're like a yeah. slight sneak. Oh, there's yeah. shot. This was the shot, man. I remember the spot where I was in the arena that time. Yeah. You were? You were there, Claudio? Yeah, yeah. Every weekend in school, we got UAP. Weekend is UAP time. Nice. That was, that was a crazy game. Man, I, I love that. Do you remember that shot, Josh? What's that? You remember that shot? That shot you made yeah. against Ateneo? Yeah. This is right, the after. It was wild. Mm -hmm. Wild, but isn't Jacob's number 10? That's Jason. That's yeah. Jason. Yes, that's Jason. Jason oh, Perkins. Okay. <laughs> I, haven't I haven't discovered <laughs> Sam Gibson yet. I haven't discovered actually a buffet yet <laughs> during that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, but but there's a question. I mean, I was just mesmerized with. Alan Kahidik being your shooting coach. I mean, if I'm a basketball player, I just, that's a, that's a dream, actually. You got to get uh, mentored by the all-time greatest shooter in the country. But there's one thing that I want to know more, actually. That Ateneo Lasal atmosphere. I mean, for sure, you always hear these questions from every Lasalian or Atenean who, who've... Uh, experience that kind of atmosphere but how about you from your end i mean having played having experienced basketball abroad in the states and experience it and you're playing here then you you see your experience that at any of the games i mean how different is the experience um, man it, it's different because i think you know especially the uap everything's televised and everything's very commercialized so that amplifies the the tone of the game the atmosphere of the game you know unlike the states you know where i'm from i'm from a small town and yeah we had packed games but you know it's a small like it's it's a small town in a huge country when co compared to the philippines 
right? It's a, it's just a whole country all together watching one game, and you can feel it from the beginning uh, approaching to the game. There's like a, a pre-show, like for, I think that's the only games that we had like pre-shows for like the ABS-CBN or I think like Smart, <laughs> you know. There would be like yeah. fans outside, let's go, and even like at La Salle at the like around the. Uh, uh agno around agno uh but it's mm-hmm. like the food spot that we eat at and then they're you know yeah josh reddick and i like all the vendors the security guards like man <laughs> you just feel the vibe like it's you know josh you go by Lasaka? and i was like i don't know what that means but all right okay. <laughs> uh and then later on you know after that game man i just received so many like love and people were just giving me hugs josh you you saved me i'm like how did i save you Asai, you saved me i'm like okay oh i know what you're referring to josh <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh I, they were super happy i was like man and then they're just you know yeah they would buy me food like starbucks are you sure yeah, wow, it's just dude. like it's just it's just love, man. And I was just like, man, you can't you can't find this anywhere, man. Honestly, I mean, maybe like if you go to like you know Duke against UNC. Yes, right? I was just going to say that atmosphere, huh? I I think it's the same, right? I I never played in you know a big thing like that, but I, I'm assuming it's the same. Yeah. But I'm a little, I'm a bit biased because you know I feel like you know Philippines is way more, you know, basketball is a religion. Pretty much, yeah. and they love it here. So, man, it's a different vibe, man. I love, I love the atmosphere. Funny story, man. You're treated like a god, <laughs> <laughs> man. Even even people wearing blue were congratulating, man, or congratulating me after the game. So you know what's up. Ikaw <laughs> daw bahala. Oh, but, I don't know what you mean, man. But did. After that experience, did it bring any like? Of course, you faced them in the first round. Come the second round or the next matches, there's some. There's, there's some any kind of pressure with you to, like we say, perform well during those Ateneo uh, because you know the whole world is watching. It's like relatively the whole world is watching. All eyes are, are on you guys. Oh, and there's TFC. There there's pressure? TFC that but that time, Josh. Yeah, I remember we were yeah. talking about TFC. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there was pressure. Um. Especially, I'm trying to think. If I was saying it right now, like I mean, if, if I were to speak to, with my mindset, I was back then. I would. I, I would say, because I was very mature. In my, I wasn't as mature as I am right now. But now that I look back at it, right, I think my my mindset when the when I see fans and stuff like that, it really took a toll. I can honestly say that. But no. now, yeah. Now, now I'm just like, man. You know, playing basketball, it's just, you know, it's just a blessing. And I'm really, I'm, you know, I'm always thankful to play basketball again, especially in my journey. So it's like, I have nothing to lose. I have every, everything else to gain. So I think, you know, if I cast my, my, my burdens upon, you know, off my shoulders, right, on somebody yeah. else's shoulders. And that's you know, that's where my faith comes in. And it's just like, man, I'll, I'll, you know, he, he got me. So, yeah. but on a pair, you know, but but in, but in, in the song, man, I will just, yeah, you can say that. TFC, people right. just, you know putting more pressure on you and you know it, it's it's there it's all i, I can't deny it right wait clara wants to go for it, but i i want to later on in the show i want to talk about your faith and coach shot because those two are 
for me are a good oh, shot, man. Yeah, I need right? to say hi to him. I need to say Yeah, no, he, he I work with him in the sports ministry in TCF. So, uh, later on, I'll, he'd I'll, always I'll, invite me. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, so when you talk about faith and coach shot, they go together. So, but I'll, I'll let's talk about that later when my next questions in the future. All right, Claro. For sure, for sure. Yeah, sure. I can say that goes hand in hand with Josh too, personally speaking. But you know that you had your experience in LaSalle, RP, and then AYAC too. But come MPBL, um, you were like a reinvented player because we saw that what we saw what you could do. But it's like like a yung swagger. Before mm-hmm. you'd spot up threes and everything, you'd be a lockdown guy, but you were you were the go-to guy in crunch time. Mm-hmm. Um how big maybe was this recent MPBL stint for you, perhaps, to put you uh, where you are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, first off, a uh, big thanks to Pacquiao, man, for, you know, Manny Pacquiao, Boss Pacquiao, to putting a lead, a league like this, you know, for people like me, right, to be able to showcase their game. But, um, you know, honestly, I think, you know, in high school, the way I'm playing right now in MPBL, it's probably exactly the same, right? It's just the, I think the systems that I was in, in AAC or also LaSalle, you know, like I said before, I had to uh, play a role that uh, I, I thought was best for the team, right? And what the coaches told me was best for the team. And, you know, I really, to me as a player, I'm a coachable guy. So whatever role that a coach wants me to do, I'm going to do it for the sake of the team. And, you know, I was I was given the opportunity under Coach Cholo, shout out to Coach Cholo for, uh, you know, he was like, hey, Josh, he just let us, he just let us play. And in our system, honestly, all five of us on the court can score at any point. And I would just, you know, I just took advantage of that. You know, I had five PBA or four PBA players, right, or ex-pros with me. And I was the only, you know, non-pro that, that was in the starting lineup. So um, I think I think my game's always been there. But like I said before, I think this – this just showed who I what, who I really am, right? Because uh, I've only shown glimpses in, in the past leagues that I was in. Mm-hmm. I need to bounce off MPBL, your team being so great, the chemistry. I didn't write this down, Josh. How was, oh, good. How was your chemistry maybe on and off the court with Baloria? Because he was under <laughs> our radar. And you know, the guy lit it up in perps, man. And then we see oh, you yeah, guys are so cool on and off the court. When you, yeah. sometimes you guys post your videos and I'm laughing on my on my own. <laughs> Man, uh, I think you know for them, you know basketball, you know they, they he, especially for Jong, like he he he's a pro and he's he's been killing it in NCAA, right? So I think he knows what it takes to to make a team good, and that's not talking about on the court, but also off the court, which is you know making sure your teammates are 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 in the same page, right? And that was just me and him just reviving together, hanging out. Um, you know, we always have English time. That's what a bunch of like fans or people would ask for uh, on my Instagram or especially Instagram. Where's your professor? So like, Those are Jung, the same like fans you'll have. <laughs> yeah. So just like, man, as soon as I walked in, like I would I, usually I would record Jong and everything would be spontaneous. But John would just go, hey Josh. 
record me, record me. And he would just purposely, purposely, like he would talk English in the English accent. And then whenever we went to, I think, Jensan uh, or Cebu, Josh, you're my, you're my roommate. Okay, bro. It's like, all right, man. And we're going, we're going out. Like he, it's just me and him. And he's like, taxi, taxi. Like he was just trying to be like an American. He was like, hey, yeah. me. like, like he, he's, He's like not using an accent, a Filipino accent. He's just, you know, butchering the the English accent, and I loved it. And you know, things like that. I think that's what makes a a, a relationship with within your team. Um, you know, you can't you can't you can't teach that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think Jong that was just, just you know the caliber that he played in. It was instilled in him, and I was you know, I was I'm so happy that I was able to. <laughs> He is our English partner. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, moments. You're adopted Philam, bro. Huh? If he goes PBA draft, maybe they might list him as a Philam. <laughs> I don't, dude. Like honestly, whenever we walk, because I had Simon. Simon Atkins is pretty much Philam, or he's Phil Australian, right? And he's mestizo. And then he would, Jong would purposely walk with me and Simon and say, "What's up? What's what's going on, bros?" And like, he was like, "This is the Philam crew." Like. He would make. He would tell the. He would tell the media people to take photos of us, and he would. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, bro, stop! You're hilarious. Or you Love played that. Simon Atkins, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's my teammate. He's he's down. He's my mentor, actually. He's uh, till now he's definitely been helping me out from uh, since day one. Right. Nice. Nice. Okay. I'll show. I'll okay. show something off after after we keep going. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I think Jay has a question, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. No, na- because talaga mawawala sa team yan. There's always that one person that's gonna be the goofball. The team. That's John. And what? Uh, yeah. And what's fascinating is you as a player, you can like, uh, you can ride along with anybody. Of course, you have that. You yeah. have that same kind of creature in Lasal for sure. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't want to name names. But Claro knows. But, but, but perhaps Claro knows the goofball in that team. But when when but when things get really serious, like in the game, like final two minutes, you're behind by five. What's can you describe the mood? We know we know the fun side of it. But when it comes game time on serious stuff, especially in those. Crunch time moments, crucial moments. How's the dynamic of that Makati Super Crunch team? Man, like I said uh, before, man, our relationship with that team, it wasn't only with Jong, but it was within everyone, right? Each and every one of us. And I think the situations that we faced throughout the year, uh, throughout the whole season, it made us it made us become closer to each other. And when times were tough, like especially like the two-minute times, Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, let's go. We got this. It's game time. Like, we can easily turn on the switch. And I and I and I think what we went through as a team, and it just brought us closer. And we we're like, you know what? We we're playing this game because we love this game, and we want to, you know, we want to win and you know make our family proud, right? And uh, I think you know those last two minutes, man. It's it's it just it just comes in us, and it's it's business time, right? Yeah, so, and uh, you have, and you have a lot of clutch players right there. Talk about Joseph Cedorifa, who's your team. Yeah, yeah, you have Cedric Ablaza, who's a no nonsense guy back in the day. 
V League. He can he he should be in a he can really play in a PBA like people. I agree. He is underrated. My goodness. Or is he really? He, yeah, I think the yeah. only I, I don't know I don't know the reason why he's not in a PBA, but I think it may be because of his height. But I mean I, I don't. I, that's the only reason why I would think. But we had Dexter Apinan, we had Rudy Liganai, mm-hmm. right? And you know we just had a we had we also had Kib at one point. We had Kib. Kib Montalvo, yeah, right, right. Yeah, and then yeah, a lot of hard workers in that team. Yeah, and then you know, we had Coach Chola. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. we had Coach Chola, and he was just, you know, everyone respected him. So it was just like, you know what? Let's, we'll listen to whatever. We, we, coach respected us, and we respected him. And whenever he talked, you know, you know he was our general, and we were just ready to follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay, perhaps, if I could yeah, piggyback on that. Never. You guys are loaded, Josh, but you had so many opportunities for you personally to take it home. Take the big shots. How did you emerge as league guy? Because again, there's so many options. Yeah. And they go with you <laughs> when coach could have said, Oh, I can go with some other guy, or maybe I can just go Josh for this game or this player for that game. But you seem to be a regular in terms of clutch plays yeah, and shots. Gonna take the last shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, um, like I said before, like I think our, our positions, the system that we 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 instilled throughout the whole season was attack at any any position at any any point. So from one through five, like if you can do it, you can do it, right? But me, I just personally, I would I would take uh, uh, film time. I would watch the film, and you know, I pick my spots like. I know tendencies what where my defender would be or, or my tendencies of my my teammates. Like if I see John, if I see John, John would drive into the right or drive into the left. So I will purposely spot up in a direction where he would be a bailout, and mm. that's where m- most of my shots were. Like honestly, like spotting up and knowing knowing my positions on the court, right? Not necessarily asking for the ball, but being in a position to score and being in a position to attack. I think that's what. What separates uh, people that can, you know, can make a can execute in in the crunch time? So, I think I always put myself in, in positions of, of that area. So, I, everyone, honestly, everyone can score. Has has the right to score to for the last shot. So, it's usually Jong. Jong is usually the go-to guy. <laughs> you're, you're being too modest. You're being too modest. No, Come on. I'm, I'm being serious. On. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm dead serious. Like, even, even even in practice, like we would purposely do like three second, uh, three or four second uh situations. Yeah. Right. And there it is, Jong. Jong would be the last one to get the ball. Coop, he would hit the shot and he would do his dance and he would taunt everybody. <laughs> like, he would... and Coach Cholo's like, bro, he's like. He's a pro. That's what you do, and, well, and that motivated me. I was like, man, if I can, if I can gain these, gain my teammates' confidence in me and show them that I can rise above, yeah. like these moments, then you know, I was, you know, I was able to do that in the beginning of the season and towards the end of the season. You know, playoff time. That's I, I love those moments, and I always love mm. a challenge, and I'll never back down because right. I'm in my journey. Honestly, I got everything to gain, nothing to lose. Right. Well said. So I have, honestly, I have, you know, I, I'm just going to go all in. You know, I, I've been through so much, man. I think that's what, you know, that's my motor, man. 
everyone has their own story, but my, 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 my fuel is different. Yeah. Well, All right. Before we carry on to our ad, I can imagine crunch time and it's Baloria and Josh talking. I, sorry. Yeah. I think Baloria is using his funny voice when he's talking to you guys in crunch time. Cause it's stuck in yes. my head. Cause it's like part of your team culture and everything. Anyway, uh, carrying hard. on <laughs> with our sponsor. Um, who the heck are we Ooh. sponsored by homemadeph.com. So get to try these Portuguese egg tarts. So I know guys, we're still stuck, stuck in the Philippines. So get a taste of Portugal, <laughs> get a taste of Macau, go to homemadeph.com and get those egg tarts. So Josh and our guests, you guys get to use a discount code in yes. your first purchase. Use the code oh who the heck of your first purchase. Again, that is who the heck, all caps. So also, another thing is that, again, Who the Heck Are We is a member of the Globally Ballin um, network, nonetheless. So we have our sister shows, of course, and you make sure that you check them out. We have the Globally Ballin podcast where you get to dive into the sporting opportunities around the world with the likes of Aaron Aronson, of course. Next up, you have Five Minutes with it's an analysis-oriented show with guys like Nico Salvo. They got to break down their tape. And then we also have hang time with Denise Dinsai where they talk volleyball again, given that we have the pro league coming up. So it's really exciting times. If you guys ask me, I just can't wait for the PVL to come up. And then last but not the least, we have an eternity of basketball with guys, of course, like our friends, right? Claudia and Jay, Noel, Charlie and Sid and Sid, we live the the golden era. Oh, I didn't say it. You want to say the word? It's our no, friends. It. Okay, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Normally call them oldies, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, you're going to meet them too, Josh. Don't worry. You're going to meet those Yeah, guys you'll definitely. Yeah, I, I know some of them. They're, those are big names. <laughs> they, do the, they do the throwbacks, Josh. The young guys like you, you go to our show. <laughs> yeah. You don't belong there. Eventually, you belong you'll to probably us. Be there you're, you're not that <laughs> The young bloods, right? <laughs> All right, let's carry on, guys. Back to the show. Me, me, me. So this yeah. is what I was Go ahead. for it. So I'll show you, Josh. No way. Yeah, dude. Twenty-one. <laughs> yeah. 21. yeah. What? He was a fan fan? No, oh, he's um, my brother's. My brother. Um, I think he. My brother was his best man in 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 the in his wedding. Simon. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a big dude. He's yeah, six. He's six foot, my brother. So I said, hey, I like number ten. Get me Atkins. Get me his number. So and I know I met nice. Simon. So yeah. <laughs> oh man, man. I love Simon. You know, he hit he hits yeah. me up every day. Like he he's always on looking out for me. So I pretty appreciate Simon. Simon man, great guy. Great guy. All right. Cool, so, Josh, yeah. you mentioned earlier uh, about challenges and 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 you know whatnot, and you've been through a lot. You're going to the PBA. You were picked uh, second round. What challenges are you f- think that you'll face, and what can you bring to the table in the PBA? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think I think the the level, um, you know, because I think uh, MPBL, you know, it, it's it's a different type of game. I, I, same game, but the level is more. There's more, there's way higher. Le- there's higher level athletes, right? They're very very good. It's the top of the top in the Philippines. So I think that's going to be one of my challenges: able to adjust to, I guess, the speed and 
the IQ, because I think, you know, IQ is a, I think we're, we're all good enough to, or to make it to the PPA, but I think that what separates uh, from each other, like the good players from the great players is able to adjust. And, and that's the IQ of the game. So I think the challenges of making reads, of uh, doing the little things that, that I can make a bigger impact towards the game. I think that's going to be one of my challenges. And um I think yeah. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but I think that's the first. That's the first thing that comes up my mind are the reads and you know the defensive schemes that they'll they able to they'll do because you know we have like LA Tenorio, you know Mark Aguila, you know we have old you know the older guys that have been there a lot for so long, but there's a reason why they're still there, right? They're not that athletic anymore. They're not that quick, but the ability to 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 change the game. It's all in the head and it's all in the mind. And if you're able to tap into that and your, your game could be, you can last long in the PBA pretty much. That's right. So, right. There so you go. I'm, I'm up for that. It's true. We see that you have that mindset, Josh, and that, you know, you know, you're capable of playing with the big boys, but we know that you had a stint with RP, had some, and had some short stints with AYAC, DLSU and all that. How did that help you maybe? To say okay i'm ready for this now um it's time to hit the big league time to go for the pba uh i want to answer this question in, in a standpoint of like a phil lamb's mindset because or a person that's not from the philippines and entering mm -hmm. the philippines right because i understand you know the time that this is the the fifth time right yeah the fifth time i'm gonna be in the philippines right to play basketball and being able, all those times, back and forth, back and forth. I think the culture. I was, I, I, I can, I'm, I'm ready to adjust to it because, you know, coming from the, coming away from the Philippines, you know, a lot of Philams have problems of, the entitlement of, oh yeah, everything. I'm gonna, I'm from, I'm from America, right? It's gonna be handed to me. No, it's not. Like you're in a different country, you're in a different world. You're playing against locals that are that can hoop. And you gotta be mentally, you know, you gotta be ready for the culture. You gotta, people are not gonna, some people are not gonna like you. And you mm. gotta have a, yeah, you gotta have tough skin. And it, that's everywhere, right? But I think that's what my mindset was, especially in RP. I was a young guy. Uh, I was, I, I was, you know, I was in my head, I was, I was big headed, you know? Um, that mm. was a peak, that was the peak of social media, or like MySpace. Like I was in that era. So, that that plays a role like i can i can MySpace. hype myself up right myspace facebook and that plays friendster. a role with your friendster right that's sort of times like, i've been back and forth i think the culture and the i get to understand people's uh language right not necessarily speak the language but the language of basketball and the culture, how you would have to keep your mind at a at a at a, at, a, at, a, at peace, right, within all the mitts, because there's a bunch of stuff that goes down, and just because you can make money playing basketball doesn't mean it's going to be easy, right? Mm -hmm. There's always, and I think that's a misconception of, I think overseas basketball in general, like oh because you're playing basketball, you're good, you can play in the country. No, it's I, I, honestly it's all mental. There's right. a bunch of athletes. There's a bunch of athletes that can play NBA, PBA, whatever it may be, but mentally they're weak or mentally they're full of themselves. And that's the thing that's holding them back. So I think all those years just prepare me for this moment. Right. 
Wait, so looking at that photo, good shot though. That's Calvin Abueva? Oh, yes. That's a beast. Oh my. How was it playing with Calvin? How was it? Man. Man, I remember back then I had to guard Ronald Pascual. Pascual was a beast. Oh, Ronald wow. Pascal was a beast. Yeah. Him and Abueva. So I would I would go against those two. I would have to guard every team I would have to guard the best. So all these guys I played against, they're all the studs in the PBA right now. So it's just like in my mindset, I'm just like, man, if I already played against these guys and I kept up with them, man, like what more can I go? Like, you know, dude, Ronald Pasquale was the he was probably the first Filipino that can that can dunk like crazy high. Like he was amazing, man. <laughs> but oh man, yeah, man. And Coach Topic was dead. They had Ian Sangalang. They had they had a bunch of studs on that team. Guys that you see in the PBA yeah. right now. So, it's so just many, like, yeah. So yeah, many against them, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it's just kind of a reunion for me. So I'm just it's just a uh, you know. Full circle coming in, into into reality. Yeah, but Josh, Imagine. I think you did one year only in NC, but you could say you pretty much got to show what you can do because you were runner up, right, to Hosan Nimes in the Rookie of the Year race. Uh, mm -hmm. Before I get to you, Jay. Yeah, and then actually after that, I I, I remember that game because Coach Stopics, man, he he uh, told one of the guys. Uh, I remember because uh, one of the guys told me he's like, "Hey, Coach Stopics told me to guard you." So they had, so this guy, they'll do whatever they have to do to guard me. So I was like, man, he's, he's getting through my head. And I just, I think I got a technical that game. And I think if you get a technical, like you can't, you can't, you're, 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 you're erased from it the, disqualified. from the, uh, yeah. 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 Something like that. I was like, wait, what kind of rule is that? Like I got a technical <laughs> for like talking back or pushing somebody. And I was like, man. And then Coach Topic was like, hey, Josh, like I remember. Like he was like, hey, you're a great player. Just know that, you know, it happens. Like he was just telling me, like, pretty much you're welcome. You're welcoming in, in, into NCAA. So I was like, man. <laughs> but it was me, me and Joe Zanimez. Yeah, me and Joe Zanimez were the top, the top dogs for the uh, thing, uh, for the rookie of the year. I remember that. Jay. Na isahan ka don back in your NC days. Na isahan ka ni Coach Topics, you know. Grabe si Coach Topics, kahit Coach. Even his coach, diba? He's still like that simple magulang person. Like, coach top. I love you. Anyways, you played with... You have an amazing photo of that RPU team with Kiefer, Ravenai, Jaron Tang there. You had Bon Pesamal there. You haven't played with those guys for so long already and you're gonna meet them again in a matter of a month or two, Josh. So, you've been following their games right and you see you you saw them how they evolve in their game you think you had that same evolution personally in order to match up with these guys once again yeah for sure without a question uh you know i i with mike he's my teammate now Delomia. i just i was just with them the yeah, other day ago when, yeah when not when we, we went to go get tested um yeah um you know, I think that the only thing with them is they've been playing competitively, consistently, right? But I've been working on my game. And also, you know, I believe, you know, basketball, if you have the game, if you have it, you have it, right? It's just about getting in your rhythm, right? I, I think that's, you know, at this level, you really got to you find yourself in a rhythm because you see people getting hurt or injured, you know, 
you know, like Paul George, like he was out for how many for a while and look at, you know, with his drastic injury and look at him now, like he's, it's like, he's never left Kevin Durant. Like he never left. Right. I think at a pro level, like once you have it, you have it. And I think it's understanding your, your rhythm and never forcing that rhythm. And I think that's what also I learned in MPBL under like Simon would always tell me, bro, like, all you gotta do is get your rhythm. Sometimes you're gigil, sometimes you wanna force it. Mm. And I think that's just the, the young, the immature, not immature, but I guess the young, the youngness in me or in mm. all of, of the you know rookie athletes, right? So I think, you know, just finding my rhythm will help me, you know, I, I, I mean, I definitely can keep up with these guys or definitely, I'll hang, I have no doubt. It's just finding my rhythm and hopefully I can find it soon enough where I can keep my team, help my team to hopefully make it into the finals or in the playoff run in the future. Yeah. So you're under the light or the spotlight maybe because, of course, playing in the MPBL and everything with PBA is the goal. So, of course, these guys know your mission. But when you're back home in, in Texas, you're working with the G League, right? Um, with the RGV Vipers, one of the G League teams. Perhaps yeah. you can... Tell us about that because this is like the side guys of Josh Toralbo that we didn't really get to see when he mm-hmm. was back home, of course. So I was I was a, the a, the head trainer for like the elite. So I, we had an academy. So it's under the the NBA guys. So the Vipers, right, is the under the Rockets. So I would take care of like the, the future college athletes or people or you know going to play college ball. Bunch of these guys you see in this photo. That's some of the, the, the big players that played in high school and where I'm from, and I was able to, you know, help them better their journey in basketball. And mm. outside of that, like, whenever, after I trained these guys, I would do my own training. And sometimes whenever uh, I'm in the gym, you see some of these guys pull up, like Gary Payton Jr., Michael Frazier, uh, down, Danwell House, uh, you know, that, that was just recently that, you know, but I was, mind you, the Vipers has been in my, where I live forever. Right. So back then, this is when I was in high school, I was with Stanley Asumno. He played for Tennessee. He, he helped me out. He trained me and we'd always play with Aaron Brooks. Sometimes Sean Livingston Ooh. was there. Man. Steve Novak oh, was there. Brandon Rush or Rush to play for the Lakers. And yeah, you know, Mike Harris, Mike Harris was there too, and he played for Alaska Aces. And yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe three years ago, he was he hit me up, like, hey Josh, like, uh, you have a gym to open? And I was like, you know, when I was still in, in in the states, I was still working for the the G League team, the academy that we had, and uh, I was like, yeah, bro, let's go get a workout. And I thought he would just wanted to to use the gym, but he wanted me to work out with him. And I was like, you know, dude, like, every everyone just wants to learn and. Mm. You know, I, and sometimes before, after the games, like, you know, uh, I would play with the coaches and some of the trainers, like the main trainers of the, of the Viper, of the G League team. And some of them played in the EuroLeague. Shout out to Myrie Chapman. He was like the number one <laughs> EuroLeague scorer. And uh, his teammate was Allen Iverson. And just learning from him, mm. it was just like, man. And, you know, they're telling me I can hoop. And if that's coming from them, like, come on. Like there's an assistant, he's an assist. There's another coach that he was a head coach, uh, Joseph Blair. He's the assistant coach now for uh, 76ers. He used Ooh. to play for the, he used to play for the Bulls, <laughs> and we would just play. And I'm, you know, I'm just playing. Even though they're old, and uh, 
it's different when you're surrounded by people that played the game and, and this is the highest level. Right. All right. And it was just, you know, it was just always a blessing and able to ch talk to these guys and pick their mind about the game. And it was just like, man, I'll just soak it in, wow. soak it in. And cool. sorry, before yeah. Claudia, yeah. I know the Vipers are associated with the Rockets and the Rockets, man. Sorry, guys. It's my NBA team. Any they of suck. your kids, <laughs> come on, Jay. Any of your kids, Josh, or guys you worked with who could maybe, you know, work their way up, break into the team and give some boost in the long term, of course, before I head to you, Claudia. <laughs> by, the, by the way, there's Claro rooting for the Rockets. Claudia is rooting for the Sixers while I root for the Lakers. Oh, Lakers. Nice. Yeah, I, the I don't support the Josh, I got two questions. Um, it seems that you want to get into coaching. I mean, from all your stories. Um, what is your coaching philosophy? One. The second one is what is what is the importance of grassroots uh grassroots in athletes, you know, mm -hmm. athletes grassroots, and how can you mold them into your philosophy? Oh man, that's a great question. Oh my god. <laughs> I have so many answers to that, but I think the first the first one I would say, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, my, my philosophy is, man, yeah, you know, if you understand what you have, right? You know, basketball, basketball is basically it can come and go and it, and and also it can also hurt you, right? Or it can also help you out in the future. So it's also it, it translates to life. So I always tell these kids like, you know, basketball, I, like those kids right there, I, there's times where they, they, they piss me off. Like they, get, they, they're, they really get me at, they get mad at, I get mad at them. Sometimes they don't listen, but it's part of the game. But I was, there's moments where I'm like, like, yo, like, Hey, don't waste my time. Right. Help, uh, like help me help you basically. I'm, I'm, I'm here to coach. I'm here to teach you. Your parents are paying big money to train in this great facility. Right. <laughs> And these kids don't understand at some point, but later on they do. Like in in, in coaching, I think you know you're not going to see the the rewards immediately, but it's later on in the future. So hopefully, one of these kids they come back. Hey, coach, I'm a doctor. Hey, coach, uh, uh, I'm this or that. You know, you know. So it's just like man. And what was the what's the second question again? Sorry. How do you mold them to your to your philosophy? Oh man, I just put them through. I. I like me as a coach, I'm hard on them. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like it is what it is, and and I tell them, like I I tell them, like hey, I I I don't punish them. I make them go through this through the drills. I make if they don't listen, hey, drop the ball and go run. Or like if yeah, like then I then I explain them after practice. Hey boys, like I kneel down, I get into the level. Hey guys, like yo, like that those that was those kids. That's about like. It was about five years ago. I trained them two years uh, when I when I just came back. Before I came back, and though their their game has been on their, another level, and those kids always message me, "Hey, coach, you're you're my role model." I was like, "Bro, that 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 that, that means a lot." Like mm -hmm. their parents are telling me, "Like, coach, they want to be like you, coach. Like, you're a man of you you're a man of God, and you have you're a man of faith, and you just implement the right things into these kids, right? You're not you're not here just to train and get money, right? You're mm -hmm. here to for the for the betterment of a of a person, right, or, or them in general. So I was like, I mean, I put them in situations to understand, like, just like in life, 
you know, in order for you to grow, you got to go through the tough times. And these are the tough times, sprinting, doing these drills. You know, I try to relate basketball in, into their lives, especially, you know, some of them are beginners, you know, and you kind of, you know, have, you can kind of have a gist of like, oh, if they, if they, if they can play basketball in the future or not, right? But it's kind of, you know, it, it's being, it, being able to coach, man, it's, it's something, it's a blessing to do. You're, you're dealing with people. So if you're dealing with people, Man, you got you have a big responsibility, honestly. Wow. Claudia, can I add something before you carry yeah. on? Yeah, go Josh, ahead. With go you, ahead. with you as a coach, do you go the Coach Carter approach? Hell, a lot of suicides and <laughs> to the baseline. Heck <laughs> yeah, the baseline. Yeah, you sound like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> okay, so mind you, like I, I take we have in our academy, we have like maybe one like a whole session of three hundred kids, and I take care of the elite kids. Right. right. So if you come to me and you say and they say you're elite, then let's act like it. Right. Let's 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 do it. Right. And there's sometimes these like they, they cry. I'm like, OK, that's not my fault. And I talk to the parents and they understand, like some of these parents, they know basketball and they're like, man, Josh, like we need a trainer like you in the valley to make a to make a change. Because like you can't just be sugarcoating kids. Right. But, oh, you know, yes. also you, you got to understand I, I, I was in their shoes and that's important of grassroots, like grassroots, man. Uh, little, you never know. You never know who you're going to encounter. Right. right. And these kids, uh, you, you're implementing a seed and that seed can grow in the future. Right. It can be cut off. But you, you, you're whoever's whoever's watering that, you know, just, you know, you, you were able to be part of that, that process. And. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I'm that type of coach, though. Like, to man, the baseline. To the baseline. But if they don't listen to me, I'll <laughs> stop the drill. I will hold the ball and I'll look at them and I will just be quiet. If you, like, I'll just hold the ball and, like, what? Like, what are you going to do? And there was one time, one time I was, take, I was taking care of the varsity kids of, of another school, right? And then, they're 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 being dumb, right? They're they were they weren't respecting me, right? So I told them in the beginning of practice, go get the ball and we're playing and go play dodgeball. Go play dodgeball. Like the and they're like, Yeah, just go play dodgeball. Oh like, look at the effort you guys are giving yourself with dodgeball and you look and, and compare it to what you're doing with when you're actually playing basketball, because they were being lazy. I was like, look, look at the, look at the stupidity that you're, you're doing. Like you're, you're, you're disgracing the game. Like you're putting so much effort involved in, in dodgeball and you're not putting that same effort into training. And they, and these kids, they're, they, they were, they're like the top kids of going into high school. And they're like, they think they know everything. I was like, all right, man, let me see if you know everything. And it kind of, it gave them a touch. And some of these kids now they're, they're playing varsity in, in their teams in high school and mm -hmm. their parents, you know, they thank me. And it's those, it's like four years later, I, I was able to see the, the fruit, but fruit your labor. Yeah. But yeah. in the beginning it was just like, man, but I just knew it's bigger. It's bigger than basketball. So. <laughs> wow. You just like I, answered a lot of, you answered think, really well. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I think I, I'm looking forward to see a pissed off coach Josh Toralba. Maybe, you know, <laughs> The PBA, we have this program called Batang PBA, and perhaps they could get something like grab some of the players who can coach the, the youth team, like the 8 to 10 years old or the teenagers, 
and they get you to coach that game. Oh, I would, I would definitely and, be down for that. That's fun. Yeah, and you get to see and, Coach Josh. Okay? <laughs> to yeah, the baseline. Yeah. You get to see Coach Josh get pissed. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have but, a mask so they can't tell now. Like. <laughs> I was wearing masks, and when, you, when I take off the mask, you know I'm mad. Like I went out, I would, I would do that recently with my when I was training the kids. I would take off my mask, and the parents are like, they're like tapping my their hands. Let's go, let's go. And, <laughs> yeah, it was but, it was intense. You know what's but it was the fun, fun part? You know what's the fun part? The parents are giving you the license to get mad. Exactly. At oh, that's kids. true. Yeah, and there's yeah. and there's parents. That are the opposite, and you gotta deal with that too. So it's just like, <laughs> man, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. So it's you're experiencing you're dealing the, with people both, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Suck it, Saul. Suck it, Saul. Wow. So, uh, how, but anyway, when uh, did you get back, yeah, Claudia. Yeah. When did you get back from from the states? Two weeks ago, I had to do quarantine. A uh, fourteen days. Uh, four, 14, Is it fourteen days? Technically seven, right in the hotel, right? But then seven days in the root in the in your house. But a lot of people don't do that. I'm assuming because I always see people going out and about. But my 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 condo is very strict, so they made me do that. So, All right, good. Yeah, yeah, I've been here for yeah. Even though you got the vaccine, Josh, you had to quarantine because I know you got the vaccine before flying out here. I was mad. Manila. I was mad. I was mad. <laughs> and mind you, I couldn't. I couldn't train with the teams that wanted to to draft me too. Like they, there was other. There's like a lot of teams that wanted me, and I. Oh wait, can I was like, you reveal who they are? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think you were talking <laughs> teams that work out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. it's cool, man. You, I just you had to record a lot of teams. That's what I you had, know. I had to. Yeah, I had to cancel like. Six to eight, pretty much. So oh, it, it was, See? yeah, it was tough. But everything just, you know, but everything's, you know, it had to happen, right? Right. So, mm -hmm. but at first, I was just, I was bummed out. I was supposed to come a long time ago, but because I, you know, being able to practice with teams it helps you out. But um, mm -hmm. I, 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 I took the advantage of having a vaccine, so I, I really wanted to take that. But there's no guidelines here yet, and it, that kind of, you know. Made me mad. Yeah, but at least I don't know what to do with you yet. They don't know what to do with you yet. I have a vaccine. <laughs> I, I was tested negative, and I did my quarantine. Like, there's <laughs> at least have some guidelines, but yeah. that's a different. But, that's a different topic. That's yeah. a headache. I see Coach that's Josh a, already that's, with that's the a, intensity. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a totally different yeah. episode. I say to you, but. Yeah, hopefully we can talk about that some other time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have just one last question. Since you already drafted the PJ, I just want to know the experience of that of that draft day experience. I know it's weird because you're doing it at the comforts at the comforts or otherwise of your own condo. For sure you want you wish you'd be in Robinson's Ermita. Because that's where mm -hmm. that's where the PJ always do the draft process year yep. year by year. Yeah, take us to that draft day experience. Um, it was it was it was a uh, nerve wracking, not nerve wracking, but it was just like man, I think there was less stress because I'm not going to Galleria, all right? There was less stress, and I was just at, at my house at the, the condo, 
but it was just uh, the not knowing, right? I think me not being able to go into practice to certain teams and a lot of teams, but I didn't even practice with Blackwater, right? And yeah, and I know, and I know, I know they wanted me, right? And I was just like, man, what happens? Like I always, I played the what if card. So that was not the midnight. That was the night before. I was like, the what if card. Like I haven't practiced with the teams that talk to me, and these guys are pretty much up the. They're the first two rounds, and uh, of the draft. And what if? What if? So it, in my head, I was, you know, I was thinking too much. I was thinking a lot. But good thing, you know, I I found peace. I, what I did, you know, I always pray and I always pray to God and I always, you know. I have my Bible and my, my journal. I, I write my journal every day. So these, those past days, you know, I've been reading, you know, uh, verses and, and stories in the Bible that just aligned everything, right? Because I was just, I, you can see on Twitter, you can see on, on, yeah. on my notifications. And honestly, I caught myself in that mix, you know, and I was like, damn. And then the night before, I'm not going to say what team wanted me, right? They hit me up and they really wanted me to, wanted to get me, and they wanted me to practice, uh, you know, show up to, to a, a practice before maybe hopefully a, a draft. But and I'm just like, man, you know, that was just one of the many, and you know, that just added the cherry on on top of the uh, the uh, I guess the the mess that was going on through my head. But yeah. I, I found I found peace through it and. I'm definitely seeing seeing it un- unravel right now, um, especially you know I've been talking with with Blackwater and you know um, being able to sign with them soon and you know that's the process. So you know it's just like man, now that I think of it, the thoughts that I had pre-draft, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like you know everything's happening in my favor. So wow, yeah. yeah. Where did we? Where did up. we bring? Yeah. Yeah, where did we bring Josh in our mock draft? Can you remember, guys? We put I, Josh, a mock I draft Alaska. two weeks ago, Josh. I, tr- I, I yeah, think we... I chose him to go to Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, we sent you to yeah. Alaska, actually. I mean, those two guys sent you to Alaska. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I'm not part of that yeah, mock draft yeah. process, but these guys sent you to Alaska. <laughs> I swayed, I swayed Claudia, Josh, to put you with Jaron and JV and company. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, you did. And I, said, and I said, guys, you gotta pick Josh, or he's not coming two weeks from now. Episode day, we <laughs> record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Clara, before, before, because you know, Josh, um, you've been, you mentioned that, you know, um, actually, I have a lot of questions. You know, uh, one is, um, you read the Bible, you do, do, you do, um, journaling and all that, and. Coach Shot, I'm, I'm very close to Coach Shot because you know I'm part of a, the sports ministry in CCF. And mm-hmm. how was you know how how does God really give you the inspiration? I mean, and how did you get to meet him? How was your relationship with him? This is my journey in basketball. My I was you know I went to a Christian school when I was a kid, right? But I always went to um, I went to a Catholic school or a Catholic church growing up, and then I, I think uh, 2011, you know that's when I was in AAC. Right, and I got rec- I left AOC, and then I got recruited to play at Division One school, in, in in Texas, University of Texas Pan American. It's right near my house. Yeah, hometown. And it's hometown, so I was just like, man, Division One. That's a that's everyone's goal in college. So I was like, you know what, I can't wait. So I had to do one year residency. I told Claudio about this too. 
one year residency and then I'll be able to suit up. So I went to every practice, every game. You see me at the game. I'm just wearing a polo watching because I can't step on the court. And then uh, coach got fired. My coach got fired. They recruited me. They cleared the whole staff. And uh, basically the new coach didn't want me. So at that point, I was like, man, God, because uh, I put basketball first. I thought basketball was my identity. And it just showed me, you know, in, in life right there and then, ooh, what are you now, Josh? Like, what are you now? That's the question I had. What are you now? Are you still the same? Are you still the, you know, are you still a child of God? Yeah, yeah. When you were playing basketball, were you a child of God? Yes, I was. So what's the difference? You're just not playing basketball. And, you know, in my head, I was like, man, basketball is always everything. I've always put that my identity. But no, like I turned into, I went to my church, uh, friend's church and my mom, my mom got connected to a small group. She kept on inviting me. And from there, I was, I was all in. You know, the following year, I was part of leadership. I started leading the youth and uh, I was and then I started working under my youth pastor. And uh, I was there for I was serving for like five years, four years until I got a call up. I skipped the retreat that I was supposed to conduct to uh, that's when I went to when I went with at San Antonio with, with LaSalle and uh, Coach Chip England. He also played in the Philippines. Uh, mm. Yeah, he played in the Philippines, yeah. the machine gun Kelly or machine gun yep. Chip, Chip machine gun. Yeah, that's what he always tell me. And uh, you know, he, he, he pretty much told Canito and Coach Allen and Coach Juno and Coach Jun Limpo, like, hey, I showed them my film and this guy can play. And coming, you know, being able to, I just had a, I just planned to talk to LaSalle, but then I was able to talk to a, a NBA coach, right? I was like, man, God's, God's fingerprint has been everywhere. And as I look back, uh, I think that's what, what started everything with my relationship, my intentional relationship with God, uh, with Jesus in general, right? where like I was, I placed everything behind him. And now, now that I'm able to play basketball now, man, like I said, I have nothing to lose, but every, everything else to gain, you know? And, and I think everything, everything that I've been through, I just nibbled on what God given me. But this time I'm able to indulge in what he has given me. I think that's what a lot of people or athletes or people in general, sometimes they understand what God has given them, right? But they only take small bites. But God intended you to have a whole bite of it. He didn't give you part of a gift. He gave you a gift. And this is me unraveling the whole gift. And I'm just blessed enough to have an opportunity, man. It's my fifth time coming back in the States or coming back in the Philippines. I played in all the leagues the fifth time. If you read in the Bible, man, David, David only took five. He chose five stones. It only took him one to take down Goliath. That's right. And I think this might be my Goliath. Hope uh, This might, this one stone playing in the PBA will hopefully be, you know, taking on the Goliath and really actually, uh, I guess, manifesting and really, really getting into what God has really had for me. Hopefully in a, a long run in basketball. And if I don't have a long period of, of a career in PBA or in basketball in general, I'm fine with that. But I'm here and I'm able to, I'm blessed to be here, man. It's, it, it, I believe it's, it's destined for me to be here and I just got to walk into it. Uh, that was my word before coming here to the Philippines. Like, you know, this is something I just need to walk into. I've been through so much in life and there's nothing less or nothing more I need to do to do. Just walk into what God has for me. And this is it. This is it. Like, um, like wow. I said, like, remember that yeah. I told you, like I had, I had to cancel workouts. I had to cancel <laughs> a lot of workouts and I could have easily left my, my condo, but 
my good thing my condo was so strict because they're gonna find me a hundred k, a hundred k. Yeah. Wow. Man. Uh, yeah. And I'll and there was moments where coaches are telling me like come work out with me before the draft and stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, these are teams that I could see myself playing. My natural ability was, you know, let's go. But you know, I, I work. I work. I don't work. You know, naturally, sometimes, right? Uh, and there's, there's a supernatural being that's working within my midst. And um, if you think about it, before quarantine, before I came to the Philippines, my stock was down low. Like not a lot of people were, were putting me too high on their mock drafts. But in quarantine, you know, I'm getting texting calls, right, from random people. Like Josh, Like there's teams saying that you you might be able to get drafted in the first round, or you know, there's a lot of teams interested in you. I'm like, man, that's God. Like honestly, to think about it. Like I'm just here in quarantine. I'm not. I'm not even going to practice yet. My stock, stock go. I don't know what what do you call that, but in basketball, you have to show up. You have to physically show. It's a physical game. You have to show up, and that's where that's where you know. That's where a coach is convinced. Well, I mean, I, I believe I'm favored, and I believe in a God that, you know, works in ways that I can never comprehend. And He's continuously doing that, and uh, He can do that to every, everyone's life too. And I believe, but that's right, man. This this yeah. journey, man, it's it, it's definitely it's it's a God long thing. Way. Yeah, yeah, it's a long way, and a lot of people don't know the true the, my true story, or they don't know. It's, some of it, they only know some of it, but I can care less of what people think because this is just this is a journey between me and me and my creator, and that's the only fuel I need. And I look back at the fingerprints, you know, the fingerprints in, in RP and AOC, LaSalle, and PBL, and he's been through me before. And you know, my God lives from glory to glory, man. So yeah. whatever yeah. happens, I know, I know, I know it's gonna be for my for, for the best for 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 yeah. my good. So. Sorry, yeah, it's yeah, cool, Josh. Thanks. Talk yeah. too much about that. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. This is God's gift yeah. to you, and man, I, we know that you're gonna make the most out of it, man. Yeah, for sure. Now, before you know, you know, sure. this is trivia. You mentioned uh, God can give you more than you imagine. We had uh, Coach Dylan Ababu uh, b- before you, right? And he yeah. said the verse. Uh, he said the verse Ephesians three twenty, which is God will give you anything that more than you can ever imagine, and I'm sure Josh. You're gonna grow. Um, you just have to rely on him. You're gonna grow. You're gonna skyrocket if you give everything to him. Claudio, mm-hmm. you yeah, see, Josh, you. like you've been taking things slowly but surely, and here you are. You achieved one ultimate goal, and it's not the end, but it's still just a checkpoint there where you want to yeah. be PBA, right? One of your goals. So, man, mm-hmm. we're just glad that we got to connect everything. We know that you were able to, you know, take those steps slowly but surely, RP all the way up to where you are today. So. Thanks again. That, that wraps up our conversation, but we'll have a quick fire round, guys. I think we got to do this, even though we're yeah. over time. Uh-oh. Let's keep it legit <laughs> quick this time. Uh, so, Josh, um, you pretty much just get to give get to give us a straight-up answer. No need for an explanation. Sometimes you can if you want to, if it's controversial or unpopular. <laughs> no, but it's really like the chill questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I know your answer given you're from Texas, but... There's In N Out, Whataburger, Shake Shack. Which one? Whataburger. 
I still want to go to Texas and try it. Yeah. I'll somebody with my Rockets game eventually. Yeah. Your favorite restaurant. Yeah. Favorite restaurant. In the Philippines? Um, yeah, sure. That works. Any resto. Yeah. Manam. Manam. Okay. Yeah. You get to bring, let's say you get to bring three teammates and it's eat all you can, Manam. You don't have to pay. Name three teammates, anyone, all the way from middle school, all the way up to MPBL. Only three. I'm going John Baloria, Jason Perkins, <laughs> and Ben Mbala. <laughs> That's a good uh, three on three team. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be three against John because <laughs> we're going to put him in a position where he has to speak English. So that's really fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The last one. Kawawa na pa si Jong Baloria na pag-usapan. Okay, tama yung mga fans ni Jong Baloria. They're gonna share this video, guys. They're gonna share the episode. Okay, before last one before it's Claudia's turn. Eating contest. Who will win? You or Jason Perkins? Jason. <laughs> Jason. He can go. He can go. <laughs> All right, my oh, yeah. turn. Josh, okay. You have the ball. Five seconds left. Okay. Who would you pass the ball to? Jerron Tang, Jason Perkins, Andre Karakut, or would you take the last shot? I'll take the last shot. Woo, I like that challenge. <laughs> okay, you know what I'll happened. take it. Yeah, we know what happened. <laughs> you know what happens yeah, then. Happen. All right. Mm -hmm. okay. Superman or Captain America? Superman. Iron Man or Batman? Iron Man. Okay. That's it. There you go. Jake. It's a nice mix. I just have one question. There's a shooting contest among your coaches. Alan K. Dick's not included, apparently, because we know everybody's going to oh, beat. God. He's going to beat everybody. <laughs> you're the contestants, and you're going to pick, and you're, you're going to who's going to win. Shotang Kinsen, Jun Limpot, Juno Soler. Go among those three. Oh my. <laughs> June Limbot. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, Coach, Coach June can shoot. <laughs> you know, you know, June Limbot can shoot, but he can shoot around 16, 17 feet. <laughs> well, he did clarify, he did qualify the question, Jay. He didn't say whether it's gonna be yes, under yeah. the gas free throw. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Jun Lim, yeah, Jun, Jun Lim, but definitely can shoot. Yeah, he can, he can. Oh, yeah. But of course, if Alan Kedig is there, end of story, Game right? Over. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. Game over. It was an over. easy choice for Josh. You People know, he knows his him. basketball. <laughs> Anyways, Carol. All right, Josh, thank you so much for coming. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll put you backstage, but. That's before you say first. goodbye, yeah. yeah, maybe you have a message to your family back home, the fans, your players, the Toral base, you name them, you name them. Um, yeah, just everyone out there that supported me. Thank you for everything. And to my parents, I love you guys. And um, for people that are watching that, you know, has a dream, um, this is me pursuing it. Um, you know, you deserve yourself at least the pursuit. Right, you're doing a disservice to yourself if you don't try to go for your dreams. 
And, you know, this is my journey of following my dreams and hopefully you can do yours too. So uh, thank you all and God bless. All right. Thanks so much, Josh, for coming. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, semi bubble. Hopefully, semi bubble. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna see each other, that's for sure. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, all right, bye, Josh. We'll head Josh, thank you. backstage. Thanks, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll be in the back, man, guys. It was great to reconnect with Josh after well, his classmate, Pala, no? yeah, yeah. It was a really fun class, and we got to connect our group, our professor, everything. Did you yeah, did you pass the grade? Oh, we all got four. We all got four. We all got uh, four for the record. Really? We did. Wow. No, because we had an immersion in our group. Like we're just really you know, guys. Come on, let's do our best here. We wanted to make the most out of our trip as part of our immersion for class, where we were doing service, of course, part of the Lasallian, one of the Lasallian values in that class. Yeah. Well, that was a good interview for me. I like the fact that he, oh. you know, he challenges himself. And for me, I'm like, you know, because I'm a, I'm a Christian myself. So I like the fact that he puts everything, you know, in the hands of God. And he believes that God, God has his future, you know, whether he's going to be pursuing basketball for a long time or not. You know, he knows that God is going to take care of him. And I, I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired as well as his to the baseline. I wonder how that's going to <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot to tell Josh that when he says that, that's how, that feels like the last two minutes, Josh, in the game. The intensity. I forgot to say that, man. I'll <laughs> no, let him know. No, here's the thing. It was very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It good. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're going to see a lot of him on that Blackwater team for sure. Nashville Stella oh, yeah. is missing some some players on that three spot, and Josh Toralba can really feel that that can really fill that void on oh, that yeah. lineup left by yeah. Controliano. Mac Bello. Oh, that's right. They left. They got traded. Yes. Yes, they got really? traded. And Josh Toralba is that one guy that's going to fill the void. So, yeah, he has a lot of shoes to fill. But again, the motivation of that guy, his experience, Baba Oninya, Lack, like the things that they Yeah. Blackwater, yeah. for sure. It's one of the things that I'm looking forward to see here. Yeah. And Josh can go one, two, three positions. Yeah. This very versatile. Exactly. Yes, so no exactly. problem. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So we're good, guys. We out. All right. Yeah. Okay. So again, our podcast is a member of the Globally Ballin Network, and our episodes are now available on video on the YouTube page of Globally Ballin. So hit subscribe and that bell button. And of course, do not forget to check out our sister show. So we have the Globally Ballin podcast. Of course, we dive into the sporting opportunities around the world with Aaron Aronson, of course. And you have five minutes with um, players get to review their tape. Guys like Nico Salva gave us a good one. And for volleyball, of course, and it's great. We have the upcoming Pro League. Um, you have hang time with Denise Dinsai. And last but not the least, um, we also have an eternity of basketball. Relive the golden era of Philippine hoops from Coach Tim Cohn all the way to Coach Norman Black. So that does it again. Hit that subscribe button again for who the heck are we?